What's up, friends? Jake Cooley, tech connoisseur, drummer, Jim Brat. <laughs> check, check connoisseur? Tech, I said tech. Oh. oh. Nick Tyler. said something else. Guitar player, <laughs> decent brother, breakfast fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> I figured maybe since it was the second season, we should kind of introduce ourselves again now on episode three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, let's leave people in suspense. Make them go back and listen to the old episodes. Ooh, yeah, they're pretty rough. I, I went back and listened to a couple of them the other day. Just, oh, you, you know, did? See how see how far we've come, and we have come a little bit. <laughs> a little bit better now. <laughs> Everyone just come a little bit. You don't come a lot. <laughs> Come all the way, I mean, damn. Yeah. Anyway, got a little bit, a little bit left to go, but um, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Yeah. How's everybody doing? Good, brother. You better catch us up, cause you've been busy, man. So yeah, we uh, we're starting to work on some music, like for real. I mean, we we've always been working on music, but things are are really rolling. The crowdfunding campaign is about to come to an end within the next f- like 50 some odd hours and we're getting so a lot of things over. in motion yeah be over just to be clear when this one when this one posts it'll be over oh yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be over it's already over <laughs> right now thank you everybody for backing our project I had, i've been breaking the fourth wall on that because we reference dates and then it, it gets confusing so yeah, yeah it's good it's good well, that kind of references that time travel episode we were going to talk about some other time. <laughs> Can you Next guys time. believe we got $100,000? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> if we sick. say it, it'll come true. <laughs> if you manifest it right now, by That's the time it posts, it will be real. That's what I'm saying. Man, I can't believe that we got what we got, though. You know, we set our goal in, in 48 hours, had surpassed it, which was really humbling. But just goes to show how uh, either crazy or passionate or both um, everybody who is in our circle is. And so I think it's, uh, really cool to look around and see that and to be able to build something from nothing and have people come to be a part of it. And like, I don't know, it's just a really, really humbling experience altogether. So we have so much stuff. There's a shit ton of things we're, we're going to do. And we've been trying to, uh, put all of our heads together. And I think, this year into next year is probably going to be like one of the busiest we've ever had with music, new music coming. So Mm. yeah, you guys are rolling. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the whole year off is like a slingshot. It's Mm -hmm. just that whole time is like pulling back, pulling back, pulling back. And yes, hopefully anyway, we'll see. Yeah. Did you guys, um, I went back not to, you know, redirect here at all because I want to stay what we're talking about, but I went back and listened to some old episodes when I was driving, and did you know Nick says the word shit one time per episode? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I just thought it would be really interesting yeah. to make, like, a uh, similar vein drinking game where, like, every time someone says something. Oh, dude, I've thought about this so many times, like a similar vein bingo card. Like every time <laughs> someone mentioned mentions a sandwich or someone, you know, <laughs> we say the unnamed thing, just like all these things that we've accumulated. Someone needs to make a, a bingo card for us and Please send it to us and then uh, 
Yeah, we'll we'll post it. So. And we'll we'll play um, it while we're talking to <laughs> yeah. and the winner. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So studio stuff is going good so far, Nick. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of pre-pro happening, which is just uh, basically a fancy way of saying we're just getting shit ready, and it's going to be really cool because we're going to have uh, two records, and it's it's a bunch of a bunch of old songs and then a bunch of new songs, and so like. I just, I looked at, uh, I looked at everything with Justin, our producer, and was kind of going through all these songs, and it's crazy to think about the, you know, the time that's passed between 2012 or 2013 and now, but just getting everything ready, I love the fact that sounds can evolve and everything, and you can kind of experiment with, with different stuff, and I think the three of us, like, we during the pandemic we had computers in front of us and we weren't in person and so we were sending things back and forth and like trying things and kind of getting weird with stuff and I think a lot of that Mm -hmm. can kind of manifest into some pretty cool stuff so yeah Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to be really vague is it working I'm trying not to really talk about (laughs) it yeah no yeah that's fine that's fine yeah it is still like the early stages and stuff but I wanted to give people uh, some insight into what's going on. So yeah, man, we're giving away um, some guitars and other things, and I'm kind of sad about it. So I'm trying to use them on the record as much as possible right now. Tyler's probably going to be pretty sad too. <laughs> I've but. been I've been sleeping with mine. I just put them in bed with me <laughs> and just nice, r- roll nice. around with them until until yeah. I wake up, and then. Yeah. We had that bonus um, that bonus perk of that shirtless picture of Jake. Nobody has got it yet, but it's still available <laughs> if you guys hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, there's so, like some there's yeah. some hidden rewards that mostly have to do with <laughs> using Jake. <laughs> using me and my Yeah. Jake will anything come to your for house. you guys. He'll, he'll help you move. <laughs> Jake, yeah. Jake will yeah. help you move. <laughs> hey, you're the one with the truck. You're the one that's more valuable. No, Yo, you're not supposed to tell situation. people that. Isn't that yeah. true? Now Whoever has a truck. Yeah, dude. Anyone who has a truck just automatically gets signed up for uh true. helping people move. Yeah. Um, so we were all we all hung out this last weekend. Tyler and I sort of mentioned this um in the in the previous episode. Oh yeah, by the way, Nick's good to have you back. Hey, thanks, thanks for um ditching us last week. Yeah, Apparently no problem. We're not cool enough to hang out. Anytime, man, just let me know. <laughs> just so you know, we had a lot of fun without you so i'm probably i'm probably gonna like write a really bad review on that particular episode so well i'm just saying you should feel honored that we invited you back this week (laughs) yeah i mean it is invite only and you guys continue to do that which i appreciate well uh, (laughs) (laughs) just ask nick to be on it every week Uh, (laughs) hey nick you want to anyway so yeah we all hung out this last weekend um we got to see one of our best friends get married. So shout out to our buddy Craig and his wife Tess if they listen. Woo woo. Congrats, guys! Thanks yeah. for letting us uh, party with you. Yep, at your own wedding. Um, that was so fun. But one one thing that I was I was thinking about at this wedding, um, I was I was really emotional the whole time, which is kind of just what happens to me at weddings. I'm mm-hmm. definitely a sucker for a good wedding, but mm-hmm. especially when it's this this was the first one in a while that I've been to that was someone that I'm really close to and um, you guys were there and he he was there obviously and 
I started to think about like this idea of just how important really good friends are and how it's basically impossible to make them as an adult if you live in a city that you like didn't grow up in or didn't go to college in or something. Mm. Um, so much so that Nick and I actually sort of had this conversation while we were there, um, but I only remember parts of it for various reasons. But <laughs> <laughs> I figured that we could we could talk about this a little bit on the pod because I think that given this past year, probably a lot of people have either had this same thought or just had this feeling of loneliness that because they're not able to see see people. Yeah. I'm reminded of it, especially every time I hang out with you guys for sure, because, you know, I do have other friends, newer friends that I love, and there's just something about that comfortability that you have with those people that you've been, on the other hand, people have been friends for a long time, and they're not as good of friends as, you know. Right. You know, like, that's what I always think about, too, is, you know, Nick and I, we've known each other our whole lives. And so it's kind of different for us, you know, it's like an oldest, an oldest friend, but then, um, yeah, like moving to Portland, um, you know, I'm sure Jake, you probably went through some of this too when you moved, but that was kind of, that was kind of the big thing. It was kind of like, well, am I gonna, am I gonna go out and like meet? Cause we have people in the industry, producer, uh, other musicians we play with that I would call friends, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I think when I first moved out there, I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> like, and they're not, right. and they they weren't people in the beginning that I was gonna call up and like go have a a drink or you know, I don't always have to be drinking. <laughs> what like go for a hike or something like that? You know, go, I yeah. I, I wasn't out. hang mm-hmm. out. Yeah, that's what I meant. And uh, you know, like a part of me kind of was a little bit sad about that, but I realized that I'm kind of a person that makes friends through circumstances. And I, mm. and you know, nobody has any time anymore for anything. But I think a big part of it for me is just that if you're not in my working circle or like heavily into my interests, I don't really have time to be so engaged in another interest just so that you and I can spend time right. together like get a better friend than me you know <laughs> someone someone who would want to you know but that being said i like when you guys have other interests and stuff because it helps me feel more rounded like um obviously like yeah. nick nick is a big outdoors guy and so you know he's been telling me that i need to go snowboarding with him for a long time and uh i want to go you know and then you know, same with you, Jake. You were you're paying attention to investing and stuff like that, you know. It and I know that sounds boring to everybody, but it, it really is not. It's pretty interesting stuff and there's other things too. Yeah. That's why that's what's hard for me, I think, is like it's a a time commitment too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. trying well, to Yeah, that's a really that's a really good point. Yeah. Like span your interests and stuff, like trying to get get acquainted with a whole new realm of, of something like you're buying a snowboard, for example, you're buying the gear, you're learning, might have to take lessons, you might have to, you know, you got to get a a permit, you got to make the trip to the mount. It's like, it all takes time and, and commitment too, which is a a little bit different than like getting into 
like a new TV show or something, you know, where you just go to somebody's house and hang out and like watch a show. And I guess I don't know right. if that's the same thing really is like a hobby. Some people mm. probably watch but TV. But I can I can I can honestly tell you that if some stranger that I'm like, I don't know, maybe just met at work or something and they're trying to trying to become friends, I can honestly tell you that if they had just asked me to come over and watch a TV show with them, I wouldn't go. Yeah. You know, there's like this thing inside of me that I have this desire to want to make new friends. Like I've lived in, I've lived in this city for three years next month and I can, I've made some friends and I have made some that I would say are really good friends, but I don't know that I've made any that are like the same level of connection that I have with like you guys who are my best friends or like, right a couple of my best friends from high school or college or whatever. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know if it's like this, this feeling of just not wanting to like uh, put in the effort and it not work out or just this feeling of thinking like, well, I already have my go-to friends. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you guys, you guys feel this way at all? Like just this resistance to do it because it just doesn't seem worth it in some way. Yeah. It's like rebuilding a relationship. Um, with somebody or building a relationship with somebody like they're both work but the difference is when you're rebuilding with somebody there's familiar pieces and there's like you have a shared history and I think I think it's intimidating to try to meet somebody completely new especially in a new place because you're doing all the work of like learning the communication you're learning how to interact with Mm. them on all these different levels kind of like get a feel for how they how they think and like if they say something are they being an asshole or are they just being a smart ass you know like all the all the little idiosyncrasies that i think you just naturally build with somebody like a friend over time you you like have to do all that again and that seems really daunting like it seems like a lot yeah it's a lot when you Put it that way, that makes a lot of sense. That's so much work, dude. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> when you're starting to date someone, think of think of it that way. Right. When you're like yeah. really trying to learn that person and Yeah. Uh, like the the whole tiptoeing around subjects because you don't you you have to like kind of see how they're gonna react if you say something, but not really lean into the bit or something, you know, yeah. like God, that's ah, that's it makes my skin crawl just thinking <laughs> about having to do that with people. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. I feel like it's a huge investment. And I think the thing is, is like, there's so many things that play into it. I guess my opinion is like being from the Midwest, I feel like we kind of keep things pretty close. Like we are a little bit more as people. I should probably speak for myself here mostly, but closed up and like hard to break through, hard to like just... um Right. be very approachable at times or like really go there in a conversation right away i crave those things mm. but i just out of habit because of like where i grew up like that just wasn't what we did in the midwest and so for me mm. i i'm also battling that on top of all the other stuff because it's like me as a human maybe it's not my personality to be the extrovert and like go out and make friends i'm like i'm perfectly cool just like being at a dark bar 
here we are drinking again, being at on top of a mountain <laughs> on my snowboard. We can lean in. We can lean into the brand. I think we all yeah. <laughs> we all like a drink. Right. You know, we don't have to. We're not. We're not. Uh, you know, saints or priests or anything that aren't allowed yeah. to do it. So yeah, yeah. But there is a difference. I feel like for sure when you when you have that that other stuff that you're battling within your own self that can maybe prohibit you from like going deeper mm. with somebody but like us yeah there, there's the argument of music too right like you in a band or as a musician playing with other musicians there's a shared experience with being on the road together experiencing new things or like cities new people meeting new people um mm-hmm. and then the music itself which is like i've always believed a really deep connection that you share with people that you play with because like for me when I get on stage with you guys or or with whoever else we're playing with too that's like such a sacred space to be in with somebody and I could meet you know anybody on the street versus like meet somebody who came to play bass in our band and there's a difference in that connection but right it's just weird how it works that way do you feel like um, if you're in a, say you're in a social, like at the at this wedding that we talked about, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people there that none of us knew, right? right? If you're in a situation like that, you know, you go to a party with someone, but you don't know anyone there but the person you went with, do you feel like a, some sort of expectation to try to make friends with people there? Or are you cool with just like not talking to anyone? Mm, I question. sort of at the wedding... Felt like I wanted to, maybe not so much at this one. At some weddings, I do feel like I should introduce myself because this wedding was also a little bit different because this was full of people that we all know, you know. Yeah. But, you know, the thing I was thinking about along those lines was people I haven't talked to in a really long time. I did feel obligated to, like, say something, you know. Right. Even if... I know that we just kind of have no similar, like nothing really to talk about. You know, it's, you know, it's kind of the thing Nick and I always talk about. You talk, you end up talking about music all the time because people ask about that. And it's like, it's interesting and it's easy to ask about. Right. But I just want to, you know, I I don't, I just want to talk about someone else. (laughs) Like I don't want (laughs) to talk, you know what I mean? You know what I mean though? Yeah. That was my obligation. Like people I had been acquaintances with or I had known a long time ago, that's who I felt like I needed to talk to. I didn't feel like I needed to. Depends on where I'm at, you know. I usually try to find a familiar face and then wherever the bar is, and that's kind of where I hang out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If I'm honest. I guess (laughs) I'm thinking about like times in my life where, because I'm the same way, Nick, that you had mentioned like I'm totally cool with being on my own. I like I don't I don't have this feeling that I need to have people to go hang out with all the time, you know, or always have people to occupy my time with. Like I'm super super fine just doing my own thing and filling in the times that I feel lonely like on an as needed basis, but at the same time anytime I go to like a wedding or I go to a party or something where I'm, I'm surrounded by people I don't really know. I kind of revert to like, I don't go out of my way to like 
make conversations. Like I'm not one of those super charismatic people that is just going to like make friends with anyone. Right. Mm. And I'm fine with that. And I know that about myself, but in those situations, I find, I feel this sense of guilt or like I'm Mm. not a, not a real man or like I'm, you know, this like feeling of inadequacy or something because I'm not going out and doing this thing that I actually have no interest in doing anyway. Mm -hmm. I get that. So I was, I wondered about that. And like the same thing when I, when I moved to Kansas city, like I felt like I had this obligation to, well, now's my chance as a young bachelor to like go out to the bars and meet friends and like do all this stuff like in a movie or something, but it just doesn't work out that way. And I'm wondering like where this, where this pressure to feel like I had to go make friends or feel like I have to be the charismatic guy in every room and like, attract people came from i don't yeah. know if this is still on topic but no, no it's a I good question. It it's like the great gatsby right it's like you you look at this guy he has all these elaborate parties and he's just this guy that like has everything but yet he's still at the end of the day like he just wants to not be alone he wants this woman that he right and it's like i think there's a difference between loneliness and being alone and the sh- mm. the struggle is like, you know, when I think I feel like I read this somewhere when loneliness ends is when people kind of see who for you really are. And so you kind of mm. come into this comfortability, whereas like being alone, you know, doing something by yourself because you need to get filled up or because you want to is like a choice. Um, so I don't know. I think it's, it is hard because the expectation I don't know, society maybe, movies, yeah, for sure. Like, dude, James Bond, mm. you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah. You, you watch all these things and there's like this dude, he's just a loner and he seems relatively happy, but it's justified because he's like saving the world, you know, superhero movies, whatever. <laughs> right. You can know. only be independent if you are a super spy. <laughs> <Right>. That's <laughs> the thing, too, though, is, you know, just as much as there is a pressure from you to feel like, you know, you should meet people and things like that. There is a pressure from other people for you to not be a loner. Like, yeah, people are not happy when you just want to be alone. <laughs> like, if you're right. the kind of person that doesn't go out most times, it's like people came like, oh, yeah, that dude just likes to do his own thing. They're going to be like, man, he doesn't like me, doesn't like people. Yeah. And I don't like that pressure either. That... And to be honest, that's one of the things that makes me think I don't want to go out and meet new people necessarily because <laughs> exactly yeah. like there's going to be several Fridays probably in a row where I don't want to go out and do something, you know, but I yeah. mean, it's like, I don't know, it's all this pressure to like either be like community minded or, and if you're not, then there's something wrong, you know, and, and I guess, jerk. Yeah. yeah, I guess there should be like other things we look at in people, you know, like, right. I know people that don't hang out with me that I could call no matter what time and and they would be there, you know, or like, I'm saying like people that don't come out when I go out and do the things mm-hmm. that I don't necessarily do, but, mm-hmm. but ours, you know, there's just different kind of people. And, and I think we all kind of have a different, um, assortment of friends too. Like, you know, yeah. you, you, 
we always joke that like we're probably all someone from New Girl or something like that, which is an absolutely yeah. hilarious show, by the way. If you haven't watched yeah, that yet, is. you need to. But, um, because I think there is kind of like these roles that all your friends have, and um, that kind of helps me feel more rounded, you know. But there is definitely, uh, I mean, I know that I'm. I play a role in my friends' lives as a certain type, you know, and it's like, it's funny. It's funny yes, to think yeah, about. You do. I know. It's, it's funny to think about for me, and I like it. But I'm also gonna be the first person to say that I that I really do like to be alone, and I actually don't feel like I have mm-hmm. a ton of time to do that. And you know, the nature right. of of what we do for a job, you know, it's a lot of time, you know, on tour. It's kind of like we're having one of those Gatsby parties four nights a week, you know, like maybe right. a little less champagne, but, um, you know, it's, it's definitely like that. And I've, now that, now that we have, uh, the boy and stuff and we're in a pretty tight space out here on the road, I'm, I'm finding in, I'm increasingly being driven outside and it's, mm. it's not a problem at all. I mean... You know, even if I'm sitting outside just scrolling through, you know, Reddit or whatever. Just being outside, I found myself using my notebook again a lot more rather than trying to type in my phone because I just need something that kind of gets me out in a way a little bit. And I've, man, I've always wanted to, I've always kind of wanted to talk about the the being a loner and and being okay with it, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But you're right, a wedding's kind of a thing that it it's uh, it's a lot for me. Like, I had so yeah. much fun. That was probably, I mean, that was a really fun weekend with you guys and with Craig and and everybody there. But, you know, uh, yeah, I, I was ready to go home, you know. Yeah, like, right. That's <laughs> what I was just going to say. Like, I feel like I've got my fix of going out and doing doing things for a while. Yeah, you like someone... Putting. Uh, after episode 26, um, Tyler, you had mentioned feeling like peopled out after a show. Mm-hmm. Someone commented on that and felt like they really resonated with that. And I feel like that's the same thing here. It's like, you're just kind of like, uh, I mean, some people, people like us, yeah. right? we're just kind of like, okay, yeah, that, that was really fun. I really appreciated all the, the presence of everyone, but like, I'm good now. Like I'm, I need, I need some, some me time now. Well, yeah. and that's a part yeah, that's, of what we do too. You're, I mean, we're always trying to engage with people still just a nature of our job, you know? So it's like, right. then, you know, if I'm on my phone and responding to people or whatever, which, you know, then that's kind of taken some of the time that I probably should have been, see, I would be more prepared and probably more frequently I would be out and hanging out with people if I used my alone time more wisely to like fill up. But I'm still, I I feel an obligation just like stay connected, you know, like mm. never shut the phone off. You know, that's like, mm. it's like a thing. We just, we don't do it anymore. You know, you don't shut so your like phone off. <laughs> your alone time is not really alone time because you're still observing still or mm-hmm. talking to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, and something's wrong, you know. I want somebody like if, if you guys couldn't get a hold of me for like two days, I'd want you to be like, okay, two days is the max. 
now we need yeah. to, now we need to get a hold of him. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm not that person. Like if you didn't hear from me from a night, you'd probably think something was wrong. I don't know. <laughs> That's not I true. Got Normally, these, if I, I don't hear from you for yeah. like three days, I know that you're probably just <laughs> ignoring my text. <laughs> That's yeah. why I turn my read receipts on for you guys, so that. That's what real friends do, by the way, if you want to. Yeah. Well, I think there is an element to filling your cup, though. Like you guys just mentioned, that kind of made me go down that rabbit hole of like you basically have to use that time to either get filled up again or you're not ever going to be in a position where you feel like you can be with other people and still be present. Mm. I think that's, that's the hard thing about not having a routine or having a job that or a lifestyle in general, or having kids, or having whatever it is that might throw off a quote-unquote routine, it makes it difficult to find that time and to, like, carve it out in your day. And I think that's the that's the thing that I feel on the road for sure is it's just, like, load-in is at a different time. Oh, we have a radio show this morning. Oh, we have a flight. Oh, we have, you know, so it's, like, yeah, in those moments, that's just life. Like, how do you how do you still get filled up in some way? But it is really hard with feeling the obligation of staying connected for sure. Um, right. It's a weird thing to to put it I that way. I will say, though, that like being around people that I really connect with also fills me up. So like, yeah. there's this difference between like, if I just have to be around a bunch of people and have the same casual conversations, that's really draining to me. But if I'm around, like I could be around you guys and leave that feeling more full than I would have had I just spent the whole weekend like unplugged by myself, you know? Yes. So I always wonder, um, I always wonder without sounding too cosmic or whatever, why certain people are, are just like certain people in your life have a specific gravitational pull mm. to them. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we've all crossed paths with so many people. And I feel like when we all first met, I mean, I was uh, 16 and you guys were both in college, right? So like the cards were kind of stacked against us to become actual friends. <laughs> but I feel like we, like just right away, we all really connected with each other and basically never lost touch since then. Like we never really grew apart in any way. And I can't really say that that has happened. That's happened with like a few other people in my life where like first time you ever hung out, like that was the rest was history. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if that's a function of we were younger when that happened because that's not happened to me really in my adult years or if it's just because I feel like I've got my list of five or 10 friends that I need and I don't, I'm not open to those opportunities anymore. I, I think, think there was kind of a, go ahead, brother, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think there, there is a few things that play into that, like shared experience or like, um, it could be a bad experience or a good experience. I feel like it kind of binds you with a person or mm. you go through something together that was during a time of growth or like challenge. Um, and I think that that kind of, puts you in a position where it's like, oh, I have this this deep common thing that I don't really have to try to explain. It's just there, like we were both there for it. And mm. you went through, like you were in the trenches together, basically. And, or it could be a good thing too. Like, I don't know, a big, like a big move somewhere or 
right. doing something that was a huge transition in your life that was there, w- w- that person was there with you during that time. And it kind of, I don't know, I feel like it kind of pulls you together closer in a way. Mm-hmm. I think specifically I remember, um, what was it? I think Nick and Jake, you guys kind of met more through music, and I'm sure you guys had some really good conversations and it's stuff. Okay, Ty, we were friends first. It's fine. Jake, and I know. I, I, I think we were joking about that this weekend, like we were friends longer, or like we. Were. <laughs> but yeah. but I think Jake and I were actually going through a breakup at the same time, ish. Mm. So we took like yeah, we were both going. We were both going through, uh, you know, the throes of heartbreak. Yeah, that you have when you're. Yeah. 16. <laughs> but but really though, yeah. I think we kind of we realized we kind of saw eye to eye on how we viewed relationships and how they should be and you know, I mean not that we know how they should be, but like we knew the right direction for relationships and we knew that whatever yeah. we were in was not there. And then yeah, it was kind of perfect and then I um I made you the, the most delicious burger you've ever had nick was over there we were barbecuing <laughs> marinated in lighter fluid yeah it was super good uh, i don't know i always think like that uh dennis the menace with the grill thing whatever anyways um that's i'm a little bit older than you jake probably don't remember that movie oh yeah that's super old man. i'm kidding anyways it was definitely like a shared experience you know what i mean like i, I think we were all well, that's what the argument you could be making about college friends is like, you're all not sleeping, you're all staying yeah. up late with each other, and you're going to your classes, and you're meeting right. at lunch, and I think that that's kind of a shared experience, but I think it also kind of binds, you know, like you were trying to say, you're not trying to sound too cosmic or whatever, but I think it does sort of bind you in a way when, when, uh, not even when you're in the same age, and that's what you're saying. Like on paper, it doesn't really make sense that we would been would have been hanging out all together. Right. But we did get kind of like it. Just kind of felt like we became the three of us, especially, and that like a friendship that was gonna be there no matter what. Like this is this isn't the kind of friendship where you just something goes wrong and you walk away. You know, like right. I will, I will never, no matter what you guys do, you know, don't push it. But let's be honest, I'd be the one that's going to push it probably if it's in the three of us. But I will never look back and say, like, man, you know, I really like that Jake guy, but, you know, we just don't get along anymore. And yeah, and people always talk about bands, brother bands breaking up because it's like, I, if you're real brothers, man, if it's in the blood, there's no, there's nowhere to hide when you ha- when you're into something. Mm-hmm. This much and this deep, you know, they the bands tend to get back together, you know, but it's just, I don't know. I, that's the kind of friendships I want. I want to look around a room and know that I can count on everyone that's with me when I call them a friend. And also mm-hmm. I want them to be able to count on me, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, think it's, I think for a while there, you guys can probably confirm this, but... I really had to have like a come to Jesus for myself because I felt like I was very unavailable for my friends. Like I felt like, yeah, you know, I wasn't like both of you. And then, you know, some others, I, I just was, 
it, it became a thing where like I wasn't, it's not like I was thinking, man, I'm not going to respond or get a hold of them because I don't want to or I don't feel like it or whatever. It was just like, I don't know. I think, I think I might have been going through something around that time and, you know, like I buzzed my head and like it was just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? So like I came back from all that, started running again, you know, just kind of caring about health and stuff like that. And, and you guys both really do. So I think that was mm. a big thing for me too. You know, um, I didn't want to be like your unhealthy friend that was spending time right. with you guys, you know? So, well, I think, I mean, not to justify any like crappy behavior, but I think there is something really significant about a season in life where you're figuring out who you're going to be. And I think that, if I'm thinking about the same period of time that maybe you might be referencing, I think that's probably what you were doing, mm-hmm. you know? And th- I've gone through periods of that too, where sometimes you just need to make sure that the person you are isn't, isn't dependent around the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, I don't know that that's always a bad thing to be molded by the people around you, but I think as introspective um, emotionally vulnerable men that we are. I don't mean vulnerable like that we just cry all the time, but just we're yeah. in t- we're in tune with ourselves, you know. Yeah, guys like us, I think we want to make sure that the decisions that we're making or the people that we're becoming are a function of what we want or who we want to be or whatever. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think that's what you were going through. I also felt well. I guess I should probably end my therapy session here. But, uh, <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> I was just going to add one more thing. You know, it really was a me feeling like if I was going to burn out or whatever was happening during that time, you know, I don't know mm. what it was. It could have been a lot of anxiety and, and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I was kind of making sure that I was going to do it by myself and not, not, bring everybody down with me <laughs> like like ah. just swinging and trying to grab onto something and and pull yeah. everybody down so I just kind of kind of walled up so I could I mean I really was just trying to figure out what the heck was going on and like if I was going to get better and man I'm telling you right now just being active just moving and I feel like a lot of people don't realize how valuable getting that Jake, which, what's the chemical that pumps when you exercise? Um, well, I usually pump steroids <laughs> yeah. when I'm... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, dop- naturally. Dopamine. So, yeah, I mean, it's really important that you're feeding into that stuff. And I notice when I go days or whatever without, or, you know, if I have a long weekend where I didn't get a run in, um, my mood is, is affected severely. And yeah. I'm not as good of the a friend to be around, but yeah, that was something it, you know, part of that brought me out of it. And then also just this feeling like I wanted to be a friend that you guys, that my friends would want to have and not just like, you know, it's like you were saying earlier, Jake, it's, you want to be that charismatic, cool, like easy to talk to person. And, uh, you know, that is one thing, but I kind of felt like maybe that I was being that charismatic guy, but inside I was pretty, pretty hollow, you know? Mm. And I didn't really have a lot going on in there that was, you know, that I was super proud of. Man, I ain't even having a drink right now. What's going on? 
I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's good. See, this is what I want. And this is like, I love those people you see at a wedding at this last weekend at the wedding. Uh, there was a couple of guys, you just get into it right away. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like you're right. already talking about the heavy stuff in life pretty soon. And not that it always has to be that, but it does kind of, I don't want to just talk about the weather and keep it low key for if I'm going to sit down and talk with you for an hour, we better get to the point somewhere in there where we're actually having an interesting conversation. Right. Interesting. Yeah. That's the key. Because then we're going to yeah, turn mean, around and say the same thing to someone else. Right. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, interesting is the key word there. Cause I'm not, I'm really not trying to sit down and have deep conversations with just anyone. Right. And that, right. that goes back to like the gravity thing. Like there are some people that I just feel connected to even even if not someone that i have known for a long time like i've i've had really vulnerable conversations with people that i have not met that long but there's something about just like the energy of people right but yeah i, I don't know i just get super drained by having by small talk all the yeah, time I know. <laughs> let's talk about something meant because i my brain moves too fast for that you know i'm t i'm thinking about 16 other things while we're yeah. having that conversation and those things are more engaging to me generally yeah <laughs> so yeah. true that's how my brain works too it's uh always always going that's i think why there was all those there's those memes where it's like <laughs> A normal conversation and then the other person is like doing something wildly you know just like these people right. try and have a normal conversation and i'm talking about aliens and time travel and i think three of the three of the things we thought about talking about before we actually hit record on this we were like um <laughs> how do we get <laughs> can we get people there in an hour because i right. know we're we've only been talking for 10 minutes and we're there but <laughs> right 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 yeah, pretty cool. Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I tried to make friends on a dating app? No. What'd you so, say even? <laughs> so back, I don't know if it still exists. I think it does. But the dating app Bumble. Oh, which yeah. Which is where I, where, where I met my girlfriend, by the way. Yeah. Um, It had like this other side called Bumble BFF or something. Basically, like it's the date the friendship equivalent of a dating app where you swipe hmm. right and left on people and you're supposed to like become best friends is the dream. Like interesting. Um, it was like the most bizarre experience of my life. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> like there's no real good story here other than just that I tried it and I was met by, I didn't meet any of these guys in person, but I was it became very apparent to me why guys are so bad at dating because mm. they're also bad at making friends. Yeah, like, just talking. I got I got kind of stuck in these loops with other guys, like um, just like wanting to talk about sports on this dating app. At one point, like this one guy, I I mean, this was a long time ago, but seemed like he would be cool to hang out with or whatever, you know. And I said, hey man, if you ever just want, if you ever want to like grab a, a beer after work or something, let me know. And he was, he completely ignored that statement and it was like, so what do you think about like this sports team this weekend? Like all oh. he wanted was someone to chat about oh. sports with on, on the internet or something. Um, and that happened to me like every, every person that I tried to, to connect with. So it's just not, 
Not great out there. Yeah, that's man, that's bizarre. Seems like it seems like it would work in theory. Having conversations. Yeah. I remember I, well, I was going to the gym in uh in Gresham out out near Portland and I I liked this hat I've had forever. It's a Boston a Red Sox hat. And yeah. and you guys probably both know this story, but dear dear listeners, um I wore it all the time because it, you know, it's hard to find a hat that fits my big head. And uh, anyway, I wore it all the time to the gym, and without fail, you know, I mean, I'm asking for it. It's it's my fault. Right. But these guys would just come up to me and just casually like, "So, what do you think about you know this and this trade, and you know this this season? We, you know," and I'm like, "Man, every time there was sometimes I tried to like." Good, like yeah well you know i don't know much about mm. him you know like mm. and then finally i was just like i gotta ditch this hat because i i'm not trying to i started saying hey i just like the hat had it's like the hat but then i started getting these looks like yeah what like, you're wearing how dare you how dare you <laughs> so, it was kind of funny i don't know I, I i liked baseball for a while i tried to be into it and i feel like i was trying to be into it so that i'd have something to talk about with with my fellow man but right. that was kind of along those lines before I really knew kind of what, what, who I was. And, mm. and, uh, yeah, that's guys are just so weird. Cause if you notice this guys will, if it's a new interaction, we'll go off of the clearest, most promising thing that a conversation will start from. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like if you want to meet friends at the gym, Boom, pick out a sports team on his clothes. Easiest right. way to make friends with the guy, yes. you know. Probably with girls, too. We we always tried to, I remember always trying to find, like, a commonality. Because I was like, right. I, I, what am I going to do? Just chat this girl up about what? We're both the at the gym. Oh, so you like going to the yeah. gym, huh? Right. <laughs> you know, like, well, that's probably, that's probably why you got the looks that you got. Because as soon as you right. removed that actual, like, root into your yeah. life of you liking the Red Sox, they're like, well, now what? Yeah. Do I just walk away? <laughs> you know, it's like I, I feel bad, but you know what? It's like it, I I'm not going to waste your time, man. Like Yeah. I'd love to be I, your friend, but I will say that like meeting people at the gym, becoming gym friends, there's no um there's no conversion between being a gym friend and a, a real like outside of mm. the gym friend. There's yeah. no <laughs> I don't understand it. Like my girlfriend made friends at the gym and they like hang out all the time and I was telling her the other day like the thought of asking someone I know from the gym to actually hang out makes me want to jump off a cliff or something like, <laughs> it, I get so much anxiety about it that I just like I don't I don't know man I I just I don't know <laughs> what would you even like just give me your what would you say if like one of your gym buddies was like you know, you guys been you guys been hanging out in the gym most every day, and you're like, man, why don't this guy just go get a drink or something with me and my girlfriend? You know, say he's got a girlfriend too. I feel like that yeah. would make it a lot easier. Yeah, it would, but I don't know anything about the people that I know at the gym. Like, what I don't know any of them well enough to know that they have a girlfriend, and I don't want to talk about that kind of stuff with them at the gym. You also don't want to ask them if they have a girlfriend because they might you just read you completely wrong, you know? Right, you know, and they might exactly. So. And then what? What do you talk about when you're not at the gym? Do you still talk about like the gym? 
Because I, yeah. I always get in this, I always get in this right. position where I'm constantly talking to people about working out. Yeah. Right? People that don't work out ask me if I work out and what I'm talking about. And it's like I'm, I really don't like talking about it to that point because people think I'm just this like meathead that always talks about it all the time. Well, and he so would assume like, that you would that you wanted to talk about it the whole time. Exactly. You know, so then he wouldn't really be real about his hangs or his conversations. And that's why I feel like maybe having like the double date aspect, which they definitely do not call it that anymore, I'm sure. A double um, date. Wow. What are they, yeah. But I feel like that would kind of help, you know. But also it's yeah. kind of like putting a lot of pressure on your girl to be like. It is. You know, you know, we talked about this even in Scottsdale. Uh, there was a little bit of pressure, probably a little pressure that neither of them needed to feel because they they know how important our friendship is, and they yeah. want to contribute to that. They want to be friends mm. too, and I mean, they yeah. did hit they did hit it off, which is cool. But it's like, you know, I don't know. It's a it's all this playground stuff, man. It's really stuff right. that we never thought about. Those are the skills and the tools when you're a kid that are the most valuable for you later in life. You know, right. like you're uh, you're learning how to interact with people you don't know. You know, well, right. like even I was watching my nieces and nephews this weekend. They they had some, you know, wherever we were camping, or whatever other kids would roll up with their with their guns. <laughs> Sorry, I made it sound. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> and the and my niece and nephew would just like there was like this ease, you know. Mm. It's the fact that they were all kids and like they had toys in their hands, or they were all fishing, you know. Mm. It's like kind of kind of this this weird thing. And now you know when I need to say something to someone in a perfectly relatable situation, I think about it for like five minutes and then usually they're gone before I even said yeah, anything. Yep. You know, like the the elevator ride. Like, oh my gosh. Chelsea was telling me the other day, Nick has told me this before too. He's like, you realize you have to say something, right? Like no, you don't. You, no, no, he's saying I do. I oh, as a person yeah. I feel yeah, the you need do. to do. You for sure do. See? So I'll I will go Three minutes in silence, but I will say something to you in the elevator at some point, you know? That whole time you're just thinking about what you're going to say. Like, there's times where I'm, you know, I know they won't be able to see me, but I'll be like, <gasps> you know, like, and then I'll just like, Ugh. and then if they leave, I kind of feel like I missed. It, it's kind of like my way of, it's my way of dealing with the uncomfortability. It has nothing to do with them. I... I do you, want. Do you, do you actually feel if you're in an elevator with someone, <laughs> you feel this tension that you yes. feel like you have. I don't understand. When I get in the <laughs> elevator with with someone else, like I literally don't even know they're there. Like I don't feel this obligation to that person. We're just in an elevator together. I know, and that's how I know it should be. And that's I feel like this is the one thing that's kind of hung on to me my whole life is I've tried to I want people to feel comfortable too like it's yeah. it's it's in my nature to make sure everybody's kind of taken care of you know which mm. is like I remember a couple of weeks ago we were doing I think we were doing the first podcast of the season and well you know I had some family coming up to where we were staying in the airstream and so you know I'm like trying to get the guys beers and like 
um, trying to make sure everybody had a thing. I'm like, you guys are going to be hungry, you know, because I'll be on this for like an hour. And, and they're all like, just go, just <laughs> do it so we can hang yeah. out with you, you know? And I was yeah. like, okay, okay, yeah, you know, that's, it comes from me and I have this fear that people won't be taken care of and, you know, it might even more be more deep-seated and I'm, I might want people to think of me as someone who who takes mm. care of them, you know. So, but it it, it leaks into like those, um, those just yeah, daily like there, interactions. There's no there's no requirement to talk to an Uber driver, but you're the yes. kind of guy that talks oh. to every Uber driver. Do you remember like when that? we were on vacation and you <laughs> had the longest, you had an entire twenty minute conversation about palm trees <laughs> with our Uber driver. Like there, I remember distinctly there was a there was a moment in time where like. Two and a Everyone half seconds of silence <laughs> went by, and that's I could tell you were like starting to fidget around. You're like, man, there's a lot of palm trees around here, like just speaking into the void. Who would have known? Some, hoping something would something stick. Calls back. Who would have known? That lady yep. would have known everything about she palm trees. She was apparently a palm tree expert, but yeah, yeah, I'm the kind of guy that gets in an Uber driver and gets in into an Uber. <laughs> Yes, yes, and really tries not to say a single word to the driver. I know. I kind of wish there dick. was a. I wish there was a. No, you're not. I I want to be that way because I. This is the thing, dude. This is why I always feel. Look at this. We found out in this episode. This is what's wrong. The reason I feel so, worn down, by people and. Con- when I spend a lot of time with a lot of people at once is probably because of my need to feel like I am able to entertain them all, you know? Mm. And man, I really, it comes from like kitchen table. When I was a kid, Nick said I was always just like up doing tricks and like, you know, telling jokes. And, uh, I think I enjoyed that. Like I enjoyed making my family laugh and feeling good and, you know, birthday Mm. parties, stuff like that. Same thing. And, you know, but I wasn't real. I wasn't that, the class clown, you know. Interesting. It yeah, I was pretty quiet in class. Yeah, somebody will correct me on that. Maybe it's not right, but <laughs> I, I dude, yeah. I really think, you know, you get to a certain age. I'm almost thirty, where you start to think about, is there anything that I, I've been going a long time without really checking myself, you know, and I don't mean mm. going to the doctor because fellas do that too, but yeah. I've been going for a long time, not, is there something big that I need to still be working on? And, and that's probably it, man. Like comfortability in the silence. Cause I love, yeah. I've, I've romanticized that in my head as like the, um, like the old Westerns or like a cowboy would just like walking and won't say anything, sit down at the bar mm. and order you without him saying That's what I do. Yeah, I go to so, I go to the bar and I just sit and I <laughs> I literally just look off into the distance. I've done it and it feels it's great. really good. Yeah, it 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 kind of brings you. You have to be able to be okay. It all comes back to like the loneliness and the uh, being alone thing. There's nothing mm. wrong with being alone. You have to be able to no, and you do have to be able to stand in an elevator with someone and and not make small jokes, you know and. Right. You had to you had to be able to be comfortable just not interacting. And I think that has got me in trouble in the past and it it also is 
I think it's my big thing, to, like going forward to be able to work on is like, I don't have to say anything to you. Mm. Do they really want me to? Usually not, probably. Yeah, like if it was you and me in an elevator and we weren't friends yet, you would be like, God, that guy. <laughs> God. Yeah, I just, and I would be like, like, man, that guy didn't even say anything to me. We would never be yeah. friends. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. We're like not, we're not a uh, likely match of, to be friends, but here we are. So, Yep. Dumb, dumb, yeah, dude. dumber, and dumber too. Whatever he you got, gotta let that let that go. Just go to the bar and just stare at the TV and pretend like you're watching and just give it a shot. Let, mm-hmm. let me know how it goes. Yeah. Well, then I won't tell you about my airport interaction the other day when I was having lunch. Because oh no, I feel like you need to tell me and then we can we can leave on that. I about made it through, and I ended up the guy. There was a game on the TV, and I was just blankly watching the TV. And he was like, what do you think about him this year? And I was just like, oh, no. And I had to be like, (laughs) I know, I told him, I know I've been staring at this TV for 20 minutes, but I have no clue what's going on up there. (laughs) And he was like, oh, fair fair enough, man, fair enough. You know, we talked about, we ended up talking about beer, but, you know, it's just funny. Yeah, help me get better at that. Next time me and you are hanging out and you start to see me fidget, just text me like, dude, relax. You'll make it. Just, yeah. All right. I'll be your uh, your reminder. Thanks, buddy. You bet. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Similar Vein Podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram at Similar Vein Podcast and be sure to comment, rate, and subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, we'll talk at you next week. See you guys. Later. <laughs>